better would you be if you weren't even dealing with the Achilles this year? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'd feel a lot better. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> we used to get in trouble so badly when we were kids. We used to leave dishes in the sink overnight. My mom would wake us up in the middle of the night. No <laughs> way. Hell yeah. I'm going to be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. be like your mom. Slap you out your cool, sleep cool. in the middle of your night. Yeah. Is it nice to know that this year, if you do come out for any period of time, that the defense can stay intact? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want them to still want me. Now. Yeah. Right. right, right. <laughs>
Ever. Good That's idea. Scary. Smart. You know, it's it's kind of crazy because like, you know, I asked you this last week about whether you feel like you're playing your best right now. And as we're kind of talking about here, you sort of downplayed it and said, I've sort of been the same. It's just been, been a health issue. But like, do you feel, is there any sense of, of feeling like, all right, now I am playing, I'm healthy, I'm playing at a really high level. Healthy? Like, his, he's been I, on a true. bum leg the whole that's year. True, that's true. I'm not, I, I say healthy, but <laughs> like you've play. been able to play. But like, do you, does that enter your mind of saying like, all right, finally, I feel like I'm able to do what I, I've known I can do and I've seen flashes of it, but, but now I'm able to do it. Or do you not think that way? I don't, I don't think that way, to be honest. Like, like I said, this, I guess 2014, I was having a really solid year, similar to this, and I just got hurt. So, you know, if I don't get hurt that year, it's the same buzz that I got, mm-hmm. you know, it might have been talked about then so I really don't feel like I've done anything so drastic in my play I've been the same I've probably pressed a lot more played man-to-man a lot more this year than I have in recent and years so and that's to my strength so it's probably helped me out a lot does it mean anything to you would it mean anything for you to go to a pro bowl yeah it mean a lot to me it's actually one of my goals I mean I've been in the league for seven years and I haven't made it yet. I was an alternate last year and I missed so many games. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely something that, that's in my mind. But when the team plays well, the defense plays well, that's when it's, it's when you kind of get those nods. Hey, Garrett, you remember when I went to the Pro Bowl in Hawaii and you've gone to everyone and we're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got so all the bad in this deal. <laughs> He's a perennial Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I go to the Pro Bowl, you know, yeah, just saying. I've gone, I have gone to two Pro Bowls, but I went to Arizona and then I went to Orlando. Oh. And then he went Hawaii. Yeah, I got screwed. That's the one. Yeah. I got screwed. Oh, that's the one. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got screwed. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. If I did make the Pro Bowl, I didn't, didn't want to go to Orlando or <laughs> right. Arizona. Like I can go there. I got Hawaii, for this year. It's Orlando again. Is it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. First year bubble. Now Jim, Jimmy's like, screw it. I'm waiting to take it. I'm waiting to take it. If I did make it, if I did make it, it'd still be lovely, but I do want to go to Hawaii yeah. instead. Yeah. I feel you there. Not as lovely. Yeah. Do you notice any difference? I've always been kind of curious. Like, when you were coming out of college, one of the things that people talked about with you is that no one really threw at you that much. And I feel like that's kind of the case this year. Like, guys aren't throwing at you a ton. Do you notice that when you're kind of getting this buzz that quarterbacks treat you differently? No. I mean, I just feel like every team has their certain game plans, certain routes they're going to run against me. Um, even Brandon, the same. Just whatever their game plan is going into that game, they're going to do it. It's, I don't think necessarily like we're going to avoid this guy completely more than just like if we have these plays, they don't work. Maybe they're like, you know, we'll stay away from him or we're going to keep attacking him if he doesn't cover those plays well. Here's one crazy stat from Pro Football Focus, or not from Pro Football Focus, but just your coverage stats overall. So you've allowed 106 receiving yards, according to PFF, okay? The gospel. Right, the gospel. You have 105 yards on offense, in air quotes, between your interception, (laughs) return, and fumble. So you're in the red for one yard. You've given up one yard total net this year, Jimmy. So. That's kind of a problem. Right? <laughs> I gotta do better. I gotta do better. <laughs> I seriously wonder if there's ever been a cornerback who has gained more yards than they've allowed in a season. That's a good question. Probably. I'm sure there's stats out there somewhere. Dion? Maybe Dion? Like you get some of those ten interception years Can and whatnot. Release. Do you feel like do you feel like though like Maybe Marcus Peters? Yeah, that's maybe true. Marcus what Peters. he had like seven a couple years ago? Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of crazy. Do you feel like your hands though have improved? Like You've made some nice picks this year. And I'm, I don't want to dog you and say there were a couple that bounced off the old mitts over here. But 
But maybe. Nah, I won't shy away. I know I've dropped some, some easy ones. Uh, it's just a focus. Uh, it's kind of funny because uh, Coach Bobby, uh, the wide receiver coach, is the one that's really on my head the most, more really? than any coach I've had here oh, about funny. catching. So every time I do catch a pick at practice or a warm up, whatever it may be, he's the one that, like, you know, give me a high five, tell me, you know, it matters, Jam, it always matters. So, right. you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a thing of concentration. I know I can catch a play my receiver in high school, but right. in the game sometimes you take your focus off the ball for a second. But this year is just every time I have an opportunity, I just make sure I make that catch. Yeah. So I also want to talk to you about, you know, you, you said that nothing really has changed this year. But I, I was reading a, a good article, and it talked about your kind of preparation routine, right? Mm. And so let me, let me get this right here. You pay every week a masseuse, a dry needle therapist, a soft tissue guy, a stretching expert, and a pelvic floor specialist to come to your house? A soft tissue person is the same as a pelvic floor. They okay. do the same. They, this well, one, what this the one hell person. is a pelvic floor specialist, first of all? I don't even know what that is. The groin, hips. Sometimes you feel like you have a sharp pain in your hamstring coming from your pelvic floor. Okay. So somebody that goes in there really, and it's uncomfortable. It's <laughs> what do they really, do? It's, <laughs> it's one of the ones where they like step on you kind of thing? No, they, they, they dig all in your, your glute area and, and yeah, those muscles all deep down in there. I don't that have you any have problem to, with massaging <laughs> in the glute area. It's not a rubbing. massage. It's not, <laughs> it's not a massage. It's digging a deep, doesn't sound nice. It's a deep, hard finger. Not necessarily all the way in there, but it's right there. <laughs> There's muscles all connected to your hips, your glutes, and they have to get in there and loosen them up. Ugh. And that's kind of how, that's, that's her job. So she, she even dry needles that area. I've been dry needled all the way <laughs> in between. I'm not going to say where you're pointing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot. I mean, to, 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 to last in this league, you got to take care of your body, and that's just something you learn over the years. Yeah. When did you, is it that this is all new this year? Um, I've used them kind of seldomly, but this year I've had them all consistently each week. And is this something that you felt like, okay, I if I want to take the next step, or like what made you feel like I, I think you need to do that? I just, it was helping me. The more I used them, the more it helped. Okay. So I just figured that I was pencil them in twice a week each week, and my body's been feeling pretty, like I said, it's been feeling pretty good besides the Achilles. You do that whole rotation twice a week? I thought it was once a week. Well, I see, it depends on how the body feels. Right. Uh, and it's a short week, obviously, but usually it's just, I see my masseuse twice a week, the stretch lady twice a week. Right. And then pelvic floor specialist, I see her at least once a week, maybe twice. She does dry needling as well. Right. And then the chiropractor, I see twice a week. So how much is three this, times? How much does this run you? Because I got a neighborhood <laughs> basketball game I play every Wednesday. That I from. They're roughly. I do all mine's at home, and they have to drive to me, so it right. costs a little bit more. But it's roughly like between two fifty, two fifty, two sixty, or oh, two seventy. Yeah. Less than I would have thought. Per, like yeah. Okay, that's not. That's so you not think about getting it for your hoops? Game? I might. You know, I might now. I did some lunges in the gym yesterday for maybe the first time in like five or six years. So maybe I need to get this over. So <laughs> 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 five or six years. This is the last time you worked out. Well, I've been worked. I've worked out, but Do you, you know, know lunges, bro? lunges. Right. lunges I, I, though? I've just been skipping leg day for a while. For five years. <laughs> for five years. <laughs> that's crazy. So uh, talking about injuries, I mean, the Achilles obviously has been something that's kind of bothered you the whole season. Would you be, how much better would you be if you weren't even dealing with the Achilles this year? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'd feel a lot better, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I couldn't tell you if it makes some huge jump in how I'm playing, but it, it definitely helped me feel a lot better <laughs> running and bursting and, you know. Yeah. How uh, can you describe after a game or even in a game how 
kind of miserable the, 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 either the pain is or just how difficult it is to play every Sunday. I mean, I'm, I'm more, the adrenaline gets me through the games. It's like warming up for a game is, is, is miserable. Just running around the field one time, is, is, it's hard to get through. But once the game starts, the adrenaline, you, you just play. You don't think about it until you get, get off to come to the sideline or in between plays, it might be able to, I feel it. So, but more is just the fact when they tell me, okay, I can't tear it. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna go as much as I can go until it's just too much, too painful to take a step. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like on the, the fumble recovery in Oakland. You're like sprinting down there, outrunning everybody, then limping off the sideline. I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess that's the way to do it. So I want to talk, get a little away from the field. Talk about you personally. You have a one-month-old Jalen, Jalen, yeah. at home. So I find it shocking that you're having your best year when you have a one-month-old at home. As a parent who knows how difficult that is, usually those things don't align. Just how, how how troubling or how tough is that, you know, having that, that newborn at home? Well, this this is my second time having a baby right. during the season. So well, the last time that I was hurt, I was injured. So I kind of was at home the whole time. But right. the sleeping, I mean, I wake up in the middle of the night. I hear them no matter what. No okay. I'll make the house because I hear them through all the walls. But, <laughs> I mean, I get my sleep. We get, we get enough rest in the morning here where if I do wake up at 3 or 4 in the morning, I could sleep in at like six or seven now. We're usually getting up at like eight o'clock here, so it's right. too early. But, but I mean, it's you know I'm, I'm used to it now. You getting up for those feedings, or you're waking up? And I can just back hear. Over? I don't get up to do anything. <laughs> I can hear them though. I can hear like every time my girl gets up to leave, I can feel her leave the bed, and right. I can hear the baby in the other room with her mom. Right. And you would think that the walls would be a lot thicker, but it's not. And I, no matter what, every time I hear him, every time he cries, I hear him. I'm kind of surprised with that, because I feel like that was me like early on, the first few weeks. And then I feel like it's an evolutionary thing. Like my wife, if he just goes, like she's like, what? What's going on? And I'm like, I sleep right through all that stuff, now crying, all that stuff. Nah, my girl can sleep through that. I wake up. Really? I, I can hear him just, I can just hear him smacking his lips sometimes. I'm like, yeah, babe. Get up. <laughs> he's awake. He's awake. Like you gotta go in there. Yeah. How are your diaper changing skills? They're good, but he's too small right now. So I just wait until he's like one. Uh-huh. That's my. Right now he's just so tiny and just a lot of squirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay away from that. Yeah, yeah. you guys a PPTP. It's a problem. <laughs> Two boys are tricky. They're so fragile when they're like you know infant. They're just they're just like flimsy. Neck falling all over the place. I just wait until he's like. A little bit older. I didn't start changing little bean until he was like one. Oh, really? So, yeah, so I can handle it myself. I feel like that's when they become a pain because then they get all squirmy on that table. I can't keep the kid down. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. You got. I gotta get your secrets. Anyway, so you, I, I saw that you host the DBs. Is it every Thursday night? No, not every Thursday night. Not every Thursday. We, night. we started that when we were winning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you say you guys can't come over anymore. No, no, no. So Weddle's like, extremely superstitious. Extremely superstitious. Okay. Really? So when we started win, when we won the first two, it was like all right, first game. It was at my house, uh-huh. and you usually trade off. But since we won, they're like, all right, we do it back over here again. So we did that until the third game, and then we lost, and obviously we switched it onto like Tony's house. Okay, it just travels around. Yeah, I was wondering why you were the only spot that people were going to. Well, yeah, I, like, I kind of have like a um, a house that everybody can fit down and the deer watch. House is what you're saying. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but you made Tony Jefferson take his shoes off. At the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a policy for everybody? I mean, you have small kids. This house can't be immaculate. It can't be that clean. I mean, it's not. It was. It's pretty clean, but it's not like. It's. It's just toys everywhere. It's not yeah. dirt. I can't do dirt. I can't see like just real dust and leaves or something just dirty. 
OCD will kick in. Are you a shoes off guy at the front door, Gary? Uh, I take the shoes off when I walk into my own house. Yeah. But for guests. Um, it depends on what the it depends on what the function is. It depends. So this week we had some people at our house, and I guess no, I didn't do it then. But I always like I never wear shoes in my house. Like I just want yeah. the shoes off, and That's I'm kind of thing. like I'm sort of a clean freak. Like I sweep like all the time because I just can't handle dirt and like I just can't handle it. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel you. Cluttered. I can't do clutter. Oh, I can't, I can't do no, trash. Clutter, the worst. clutter. Clutter gets me the most. Dirt, yeah. I can't really see most of the time. Yeah, I'm kind of like anal with stuff. Like my my wife will get mad because I'm like, there can't be anything in the sink. Like if there's like cups and stuff in the sink, I'm yeah. like, it's got to go. It's got to yeah, go right in the dishwasher. That night, yeah, we used to get in trouble so badly when we were kids. We used to leave dishes in the sink overnight. My mom would wake us up in the middle of the night. No <laughs> way. Hell yeah. I'm gonna be like your mom. Slap you at your sleep in the middle of your night. Yeah, she don't play that. If you didn't do the dishes before you. You went to sleep, or if you didn't do your chores before you went to sleep, she would like beat you out of your sleep <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you did that. So you bring up superstitions, right? With Weddle being superstitious, and I understand you're trying to be less superstitious. Yeah. This year. All football players are so superstitious about everything, and I, I just one year I'm just like, you know what? I'm just trying to do everything. I'm just just do whatever happens that day, because nothing happens the same anyway. Right. It never really does. I, I wore a pair of cleats for a long time. I scored in these one time. Uh, against Denver. Then I wore those cleats the next game and got took up top by Amari Cooper for a touchdown. <laughs> I'm like, you know, burn these. I'm not, you know, it's, it's, I just, I'm trying to fall out of the superstition, but there's a couple things that I do ritually every game. Um, one of them I, I already said was the listening to Kurt Franklin's Lovely Day. And there's another one that, <laughs> that you guys will only see on the field before the game. Okay. I go right up to, uh, right before we do like the seven on seven, I go up to Mike Wallace and Joe Flacco, and sometimes Macklin's there, depending Brashad may be there, and I go up and I do this little weird dance that you guys are gonna have to catch now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm definitely Social gonna get a video. Guy. I'm definitely gonna get a video of that next time. I've been doing this since last year, and it's just, and it's a win lose. It don't matter. I just do it every every game, <laughs> and it's it's funny. And the only one game because I started initially doing it to Mike. And then I think it might have occurred like the Jets game last year. Uh -huh. I had tried a new pregame workout and I had crazy energy. And I just did this <laughs> weird looking dance. And then I've done it every game since. And then the nice. one game Mike missed a couple of days, a game ago, uh, I just did it with Joe. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe and uh, I think Bashad was over there. Did they bust up laughing? Yeah, or? every time, every time. Now the coach is like, people are starting to notice now, like Coach Bobby's on it, he sees it now. That's but yeah, it started off just doing a stupid dance on Mike. How's he, you, you're kind of a dancer on the field sometimes. I mean, I, I can, I can two-step, I don't got good rhythm. <laughs> you gotta get great Joe to dance dancer. with you when you're doing this. Oh that God. would really be the, the golden video. I'm waiting right to bet Joe has no rhythm. None. <laughs> I don't agree with you yeah. on that one. I don't think you're really going out on a limb on that one. Not at all. So, I'd actually pay to see Joe dance. Yeah, that's what I'd, I'm saying. I'd laugh. I'd toss in some money on that. Yeah, I'd toss in some money. Because he needs the money. You know, <laughs> so he, needs, he needs us to give him five, man. ten bucks, man. Let me tell you. It's hard <laughs> yeah. when you're making 120 million. <laughs> right. Joe is not like Marshall Yonda who takes a taser for a couple hundred dollars. Right, exactly. I don't think Joe's he did that. that? Yeah, that's true. What? You never heard that story? No. Marshall is rookie year. Like people were throwing money into the uh, into a pot. Basically, they had like a police taser kind of thing, uh -huh. and they threw a couple hundred in the middle. And Marshall's third round pick, not making that that much money yet. He's like, sure, I'll do a taser. I got electrocuted on electric <laughs> fences in, in on the farm growing up. So just. Oh hell no! <laughs> Grabbed his like eight hundred bucks and was and went on with his day. Oh no! Nah. Not bad. <laughs> Tell us the story though behind the, the going to be a lovely day ritual, because I think that, that's that's a good um, one. That's oh uh, um, during the Super Bowl, 
2012. Uh, just getting ready for the game, and I just that's I played that song. I've always loved that city from going when I was a child, going to church and all that. Mm-hmm. My mom used to play it out, and that was just one of my favorite songs on there. And then I was just getting ready for the game and decided to play that song and one more other song, but that song ended up just sticking in my head. I made a few plays and I said it after the game. Like, yeah, I had this song playing. And since then, I just played it every game. But di- didn't you, like, the song is sang by Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Didn't you see and him he in was the at, stands? Yeah, he was, at, he was at, in the Super Bowl, right behind our bench, like right there. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Like, he, Just to have a stance. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is oh, like, yeah. that's, wild. that's wild. And then you had, that was like your breakout performance. Right. I mean, obviously it was Super Bowl, and it's, then there yeah. was the end of the game, the way yep. that game played out. Kirk Franklin was there, a song was there, and it led me to this. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. So, you know, we're talking about uh, back to football a little bit. Just this secondary is playing really, really well as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, and one thing that's been nice with you and your Achilles is that you've been able to kind of rotate in a little bit. So, you know, when you have to come out, you can. Mm-hmm. Marlon Humphrey, another first-round cornerback just like yourself. What's been your take on him this year? How good is he? Can he get up to your level of good? I, I think he, it's funny because they call him little Jimmy. Not football-wise, though, just personality-wise. <laughs> he's a really quiet dude, but really, when you get to know him, he's a funny, he's a really funny kid. But uh-huh. Talent-wise, obviously, we see what he, he can do. They knew what he, they were getting when they when they drafted him. Um, but, I mean, the upside for him is it's great. He's going to be a shutdown corner in this league. It's no question. Right. He can play man-to-man very well. He's aggressive, tackles, all that good stuff, and he's smart. So it's just a matter of time now. It's, you know, you, you mentioned this before, but, like, when you're dealing with the Achilles injury and you're, you, you know, you kind of have to be spelled at times during games, is there at any point – where you feel like, all right, you know what? Like he's got it. Like you don't. Obviously, you want to be out there every play if you can. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're like, you know what? He can play. He's yeah. good enough to. Like, if I come out, it's not like I feel like they're going to be getting a touchdown. Yeah, it's more of a battle with myself because <laughs> I want to be in there so bad. <laughs> I feel like I'm letting them down. But our, my coach does a, our DB coach does a great job. He just he, he he's gonna he he was gonna rotate no matter what the yeah. situation is. But just since I'm am dealing with this, he's getting more rotation and it's and like you said, it's a great thing because. He goes in and it's not like it's a it's a huge drop off, maybe no drop off at all. Right. You know he's out there, he, he's making plays, he's getting PBUs, and you know the rotation it works it works great for us. How does it feel this year? I mean, this is like kind of a, a tough you know a lot of pressure on you, but over the past couple of years it has felt like you've always downplayed this, but we've said it is when you've gotten hurt the defense has changed. Like we felt like that in 2014. I still feel like oh, that year oh, we go to the Super you're Bowl. going to the Super Bowl that year because that game in, in New England doesn't happen and I think last year I think that that they that Pittsburgh doesn't get that drive. I agree. I yeah. Agree. I, like I, I think I just when I look at it like I still feel that way. And you've kind of downplayed it but but is it nice to know that this year if you do come out for any period of time that the defense can stay intact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be yeah. as good. Yeah, I mean. To be honest. I want them to still want me. No. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> No, but no, at the end of the day, having that type of depth in the secondary, and, and crazy because we just talked about Marlon, but we have a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. We have Jalen. We still got Maurice. Yep. And we have Webb. You know, so it's not, we have a lot of depth. It's not mm-hmm. just one player. And going into, you know, hopefully we, we, we make that, that run for playoffs so we have opportunity to go and use that in the playoffs because it will, it will matter when it comes down to January football, that depth you have in the secondary. Yeah, for sure. Especially for us. Right, for sure. So Ravens are coming off by, you're coming off by. 
you, you're a video game guy, I understand. That's how part of what you spent your buy on. Mm-hmm. Which video games are you talking here? How good are you? I'm All very that. good on easy Call of Duty on campaign. <laughs> <laughs> what, do they, what do they call it? Rookie or uh, recruit? Uh-huh. I play no, I play I play a regular mode, but I don't play online because I can't handle guys coming killing me left and right. <laughs> so I just play the campaign mode at my own little pace. I just got that, and I actually got the uh, the Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen the commercials on that one. That's like a they, super dramatic. It's like it's about the Nazis and all that stuff. The first game was like very low key. Nobody probably really played it. I'd seen it on there randomly. It was like nineteen dollars, and then the second one just came out right now. It's pretty good though. Nice. But it's like it's it's Call of Duty ish. It was right. the only games I could play. I can't play no sports games. Sport. I can't play a sports game. Really? No. Like you're mm. terrible at Madden. I told you last time I played a sports game, I threw my controller, broke it. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Me and my brother used to have faith. Like me and and Webb. Webb beat me too many times. We used to just faithfully play two K. I used to live in Carroll County, uh-huh. and once I couldn't beat my brother anymore, me and him used to go back and forth, like uh-huh. you know, fifty fifty. Then it became like. <laughs> 90-10, and I couldn't beat him. <laughs> it was so long ago. Like, put it as Celtics. Uh, what's it called? I was still playing for the Celtics. Roger, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. This is how long ago it was. Threes, is, yeah. And I can't, I can't play. Like, they're, they're too good at it, so I just give up on all sports games. It's crazy because, like, on the field, like, you don't seem, like, you're a pretty even keel guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see you on the field. Like, you don't seem like a throw-the-helmet kind of guy, all that. But when it comes to video games, yeah. you throw Different the controller. Story. Yeah, I've only, I've only showed crazy emotion in, like, probably two games, football games in my entire life. Oh, which were they? Um, my high school, uh, my senior year of high school, we played a game that was, had, like, nine different uh, college recruits. D1 athletes, me, Ronnie Fowles, Charisse, Allen. I mean, it was the biggest game in the IE has had in like a long time. It was like 14,000 fans. Wow. And we were number one, undefeated, going against another team that was number one, undefeated, and played it, played it down to the wire, lost 41 by a point at the end of the game. Oh. And we were like, we came out cocky. We came out with WWF <laughs> championship belts on. <laughs> Because we had, we had dominated them. We had beat them every year. They're, they're a really good team, but uh-huh. we had beat them every year. And we came yeah, out this year. Yeah, we came out this year with the belt. You know, we had all the top, we had the top dudes with me, Alan Sharice, our quarterback, uh, Danny Sorensen that plays for uh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. yeah, Danny, his brother's quarterback, Brad Sorensen. Wow. We had a D lineman. They had Ronnie Fowles, who's a quarterback. They had um, Polk, the running back that used to play for the mm-hmm. Eagles. Uh-huh. Yeah. They had uh, a couple of receivers that end up going college-wise were good in high school. But, I mean, like, just the biggest game, all the clout, everybody was there. It was just right. huge. And we when we came out, <laughs> we came out beating the championship uh, song, <laughs> had the championship, WWF fake championship belt song as we're running out. Like, like we knew we were going to dominate this game. Get in the game, they just, they had players on offense and defense where our players, we played offense and defense. They right. had like, they were like Separate a college teams, team. Right, they are right. like wearing us out. And then we literally lost on a two-point conversion at the end of the Ooh. game. And they won by one. What'd you do? I just, I just cried. Like, I lost <laughs> I just tearing up through my helmet. And then my brother was just like, why did you ever cry with no football game again? I just Uh-oh. didn't do it like, from that day. I just never cried again. Wow. That's probably why I don't show that much emotion. Because you know your but brother would be, even, He smashed me up so fast. <laughs> it was just, but I mean, he knew where I was coming from, but we lost. That was probably the only game I ever really like shed a tear over. Dude, that, I've, I've shed some tears over many losses to my brother in ping pong. 
Not quite the highest, highest <laughs> it's serious. football game. It's oh, serious. Yeah, for sure. When you man. really want something and you can't and you can't win, it hurts. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Maybe some video games, I'll admit, you know. <laughs> it's even more competitive with your brothers though. Oh, for I sure. got seven of them, so Everything playing competition yeah. around. Oh yeah, so the that's why the two K thing became so serious. Why I really just got all the way off because once my brother Anthony could beat me in it, like I said, mm-hmm. it was fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. But once it was like we will go ten games and I'd maybe win one, <laughs> I was just like I'm over it. Then Webb came in. I'm like I right, beat Webb once. Then Webb just went on a drought, beat me like fifty times. Like, <laughs> I'm not playing this. Anymore. I'm good. I'm good. That's great. Well, Jimmy, thank you, sir. We appreciate having you on. Awesome, man. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. All right, so thanks to Jimmy for joining us. Uh, you know, he's always been one of my favorite guys on the team to talk to. He just, he's he's honest. He like he under he doesn't he understands kind of like this ga- the game of the media piece mm-hmm. of it. Uh, yeah. He was our media good guy last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, I, I just Jimmy, I, I've said it many times. He's one of those honest guys in an interview, and I think that is a refreshing thing to hear in the locker room. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and. He's a damn good cornerback. That doesn't hurt. That doesn't hurt either. So <laughs> that's pretty sweet. But anyway, we're going on to, into a big game. Green Bay Packers, you're going, yep. a.k.a. from the travel draft. Yep. This was your top draft pick. This is my top draft pick. I'm going to get to see the frozen tundra. Frozen. frozen tundra. Oh, that was terrible. The frozen tundra. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get to see that. <laughs> uh, so this is definitely a bucket list item to go out there and see uh, Lambeau Field. I'm really excited about that. And hopefully... I'm a good luck charm, and I come back talking. You've been kind of bad luck this year. You, you know, Tennessee, L. Um, it's true. I went did to I Oakland. Any, Oakland uh, win. London, L. Did I have any road dubs? And you had preseason games, which don't matter. You know, right. Cincinnati, me, week one, win. It's true. So I've been the good luck charm. So hopefully I go out there. How, you weren't the good luck charm in Minnesota. We don't need to meddle in the details. <laughs> 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 anyway, yes, go get us a win in Green Bay, Garrett. And if you don't, if you don't bring that win back, we're blaming it all on you. <laughs> I don't care what the offense does. I don't care what happens in the field. It's on your shoulders. And you know boy. what? If we do come back with a win, I'm taking all the credit, baby. All <laughs> the credit. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back with you next week. <laughs>